Hey and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So I have talked about traditions in my school before, and one of them that I haven't mentioned is the senior sleepover. So basically what that's always been historically is that all the seniors sleep in the school gym, which is a separate building for us, on a Thursday night toward the end of the year, and the next day they lounge around, they're all in PJs, they're really sleepy, they hang out in the senior lounge, and like sometimes don't go to classes and are really tired, and it's really cute, it's like on the last day of classes, I think, and it's always been something that we've seen happening, and it's like, it's it's just always been there, but this year, um, they've decided to make it on a Friday, and for some reason that's really, really upset a lot of people. And I'm not trying to, like, record this to as, like, an attack on my school or anything at all. It's just, um, I think it's an interesting study in, like, the way we process tradition and, like, how growing up with something makes you feel like you're really owed it in a way. Because a lot of us feel like it's kind of a betrayal in some ways to make it that the senior sleepover is on a Friday night now. Because it's like, oh, so... We don't get to lounge around school with everybody around us, like, going to classes, and we're the seniors, and instead of missing, like, a day of school, we're really just missing a Saturday morning, and we're missing a Friday night, which we maybe would be out, like, with our friends or something at school instead of missing a Thursday night at home. It just feels less special to a lot of us, I think, Um, and they have their reasons. Their reasons are, like, that it's disrespectful to teachers, which... We totally understand. The argument has been like, well, it's just one day out of like a million and out of all the time that we've spent at Dalton, it's just one day that we might not go to classes, but it's that and I, it's, it's been a real source of conflict. In some ways, some people are really, really upset. They're like, we will sacrifice other things. We'll sacrifice this new like field day that we've gotten this year in order to stay over on a Thursday night instead. It's just been a really big deal and I thought it was just kind of interesting that like it's something we've always kind of expected and then when it's slightly changed it feels like all of it is lost and it's interesting also because like what makes something like that special because apparently it's not just the sleeping in the gym, it's not being with all of your classmates, there's something special about that feeling of like walking around while other people are in the school and you're not going to class because it's way more fun to be sleepy with all of your friends when juniors, freshmen, sophomores are all going to class and you're not than it is to just be there on a, like a sleepy Saturday morning where you'd be at home instead. So I don't know. I feel like it's kind of hard to pinpoint what feels special and not everyone is on the same page. Some people are like, it's not a big deal. We should get over it. Some people are like, this is the biggest deal I need. I we, It's not fair that it's taken away for our year. And I'm still not really sure how I feel about it. On the one hand, I'm like, why would it be so hard? Like, why would it be so impossible to just let us do it on a Friday? I mean, on a Thursday. And on the other hand, I'm like, if if what do we really value about it? So I don't know. I will let you know if anything changes. It's apparently like pretty high up in the administration that is making this decision. So it turns out like our class presidents really don't have much to do with it. So I will update you if anything changes. And now something I'm not sure about. (laughs) Um, In my social psychology class at school, 
we listened to an episode of This American Life where they talked about the politics of social media, particularly for teenage girls. So they had about three, I think, freshman girls on, and they talked about the politics of, like, if you post an Instagram photo, what comment do you expect and what comment do you return and how many likes does it need to get and how stressful it is. Like, I'm tracking the likes and I'm commenting and what does this mean and what does that mean? And I know that because I'm older, I'm definitely more settled into my position in high school than a freshman would be. I'm basically, I know who my friends are. I know everyone. I know the dynamics and I'm not particularly stressed out about how I appear on any website really because like I basically know what's going on and I'm not kind of trying to suss out what's happening in my school and I realize that as a freshman you're still trying to get a grip of things. Disdain and scorn often comes from boys more I think Um, and it comes from adults especially like older adults and one of the things that gets talked about is first of all like why do you put so much stock in it if you don't enjoy it. Why do you care so much if you know that it's not worth your time? Why do you give it your time? And another question is about comments. Like, why do these comments mean so much? Why is how they're phrased so important? Why do you even feel the need to comment? And why are you upset if they don't comment? And to all those questions, I would say it's really, really complicated. But for girls in particular, there's this kind of ongoing circle always of compliments of complimenting people you don't know really of complimenting your close friends like you run into someone you don't know really that well at a party you're going to tell them that they look great and it's this kind of loop I would say that we're always constantly like tossing compliments at our friends at acquaintances at everyone and I don't know why but I would guess that a lot of it is because we're so often taught to feel bad about ourselves, like by from advertisements and from magazines and movies and everything out there basically, for the most part, is telling us to feel bad about ourselves and how we look and how we come off. And so from that position, you're obviously going to be likely to compliment a girl because you're a girl and you know that it sucks. And obviously, you're not thinking that deeply about it, but I think it is kind of instinctual, like... I'm going to tell her she looks nice because that's what I would want to hear. And it's important to feel, especially when a standard sometimes for like likes on your profile picture maybe, it's not as much that if I get this number I'll be overjoyed, but if I get less than this number I'll be unhappy because what if it says something about me? And while that way of thinking about yourself and measuring self-esteem might be ridiculous, it's kind of the one of the few tools that we have because... There is no real tangible way to measure, like, how do people feel about me? I don't know. And it's this kind of giving and taking from each other that is kind of one of our only metrics. And followers and the ratio of followers to how many people you follow and how many different people are in your photos, it's all this kind of subtly tracked thing that I don't think we talk about or pay attention to just how complex it is, but it really is, like... Sometimes, at least when I was younger, I would think so much about how I was going to phrase like a simple comment back, like, you look so pretty, like, do I say you look pretty? Where do I put the heart? Do I add a smiley face? Is that weird? How would they comment on my thing? Would they comment on my thing? And it's just a way to quickly kind of sum up like your relationship with this person. 
I just worry about multiple aspects of it because on the one hand, I worry that we actually do read into what that means way too much and get our feelings hurt, but I also worry that people assume we read a lot into it and that we're like desperate for every little morsel of like or comment and think that we're shallow when we're really not. So I think there's a fine line and I think it means a lot more than just kids these days not being able to get off their phones and girls being shallow. I think it's really a lot that we're taught to read into that and to find meaning in it, sorry, meaning in it because it's tangible and because as girls we're really often desperate to find someone to like validate how we feel and how we look all the time because you can't really trust yourself because everywhere you look things are telling you that you don't look great so do I look great do I look bad I don't know I need you to tell me because I honestly don't know at least that's how I feel sometimes so I think it's a lot deeper than sometimes people give it credit for being and that is something that really distresses me but I'm hoping that it gets understood better so that we're not just seen as people who are fake and shallow so here's hoping so thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then 